Hi, I'm Ray, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. My pronouns today are he, him, and today's quest is Ruins, a game by Ash McCallum, an Australian game designer, uh, who has been working on this for a little bit, uh, as I know it, but it is a very unique experimental uh game, or rather, it it is experimental in that it is unlike any other game that I have seen before it. Um, There are things that it has in common with games, other games, but nothing quite like this. It is very, very unique uh, experiences of play. Uh, So... Uh, I'm just going to get into it uh, and read out a little bit of the blurb about Ruins. Ruins, a massive multiplayer, (laughs) single-player tabletop computer role-playing game by Ash McCallum. Let's go over that again. A massive multiplayer, as in, has a bunch of players. Like huge, can ha- has potential for limitless numbers of players. Single player. It's also single player. Tabletop computer role-playing game. It combines uh, digital storytelling elements, physical storytelling elements, solo play, and uh, communal play more so than group play. I would say communal more than group. Uh, All together to create a role-playing experience. Um, It is truly unique. uh, And we're going to get into it a bit deeper um, by playing it over the course of a couple of days. Um, And in full honesty, I'm recording this intro after the fact. Um, But... Uh, I've done my best to record and describe the things that I'm experiencing as I play through the game, uh, both its digital versions and its text versions, Um, and to give you kind of a sense of what I am finding about the game, this is a bit more, this is a bit of a kind of vloggy, experiential actual play, a lot of me just kind of reacting to the things I'm coming into contact with. Um, and the stimulus uh, of this wonderful game. Um, But before we continue, I want to read this little thing. Uh, This is a blurb in the beginning of the game. Ruins is a dungeon-delving role-playing game for personal computing devices and humans. It is a deadly game full of exploration and danger where characters adventure until they choose to retire or they die in the ruins. That kind of gives you a bit more of an idea of the tone. Um, It's got a lot of polish for a game that appears to be very DIY at the same time. Um, It's got a lot of... And I mention that uh, because of the digital aspects of it. Um, I am surprised by how um, polished the digital aspects of the game look. Um, the manual as well is quite, uh, nice with a variety of fonts, uh, and a very simple layout, but still a very functional layout. Um, it is truly an experience and I cannot wait 
to share it with you. So, let's begin. So I've opened up Ruins um, that came in a zip file. I'm not 100% sure what it's actually going to look like. So I've just launched it because it has a launcher. So it's a bit of a program by the looks of it. And we've got a little pop-up window and we've got some nice kind of crude but stylized text and bubbles and the outlining on the bubbles look like it was done in texture and things like that so that's kind of interesting uh, we've got sort of what appears to be three options set out a new return from rest open game manual um, I'm gonna open the game manual first and see what that looks like oh it opens up a PDF oh excellent Oh, excellent. Ah. Cool. Um, I might have already read some of this out. Uh, but um, we're going to repeat it. I won't repeat the first part because you've already heard that. Um, getting started. To play Ruins, you will need the Ruins application installed on your personal computing device. Done. A pencil and paper. Oh, shit. Um, shit. Damn. A pencil and paper. Fuck. Where's a pencil and paper? Do I have a pencil and paper? I'm sure I have a pencil and paper somewhere. Let's get a pencil and paper. Uh, what else do we need? Two six-sided dice. That we can do far easier. Or can we? Don't you love the sound of dice in a ceramic container? Don't, isn't that just the best podcast audio? When you launch Ruin from your Ruins from your personal device, it will instruct you to make notes of your character on paper. If you wish, you can print out the character sheet from the end of this document to use as a template. Cool. When playing on a keyboard, the direct, directional arrows can be used to move around but using a numpad is recommended to allow for easier diagonal movements. Oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna use the numpad, which I am not that familiar with using for movement, but cool. Um, shift tab or numpad minus can also be used to go back one movement if you need, cool. Tab, shift tab, and enter can be used to navigate through dialogue options, cool. Pressing escape when walking around the ruins to act Press, pressing escape when walking around the ruins to access the main game menu from which you can leave. That should be pressing escape when walking around the ruins will access or will allow access to the main game menu from which you can leave to start exploring a new ruin or return to a previously visited campfire. Cool. Pressing F2 toggles the game music. <gasps> There's game music! You are beholden to none but yourself. It's very easy to cheat in ruin. ruins. Uh, one can lie about one's stats or dice rolls or ignore the game's instructions. You are welcome to do so. The rules and instructions in ruins are written as specifically as they need to be, which sometimes means important details are specified and other times leaves elements 
internally ambiguous. You know what? I'm going to not read this out, but it is interesting that the game... Yeah. Okay. So we're getting a sort of sense for what this is now. So when I first read the description, I had no idea what this was going to look like. Um, but I'm now kind of getting an idea. It feels like the game, the, the app, the program is both a, both a, is a, uh, sort of ran, not a randomizer. It's a, it's like a random events thing. Similar things might be like event decks things, almost like random encounter sort of thing. I don't know how random it actually is, but that's beside the point. We'll find out as we play through it. But it is like, it is text and random events, but it's also kind of your GM, which means makes this a very guided or I, sh I think it's going to make for a very interesting guided experience. There's a key here for exploring, like a map key, like telling you what symbols mean. As you walk around the ruins, you will encounter many different items and creatures. Campfires, and there's a little drawing of a campfire. Uh, are places to re rest, not reach. Each of them has a unique name. You can make note of it to return to that position in the ruins. Okay, they're good places to leave and take your character sheet to meet other delvers, trade items and perform communions. Communions, cool. Stairs, kinda actually looks like a ladder down a hole. Um, stairs allows you to descend one level of the ruins to the next deeper level. Deeper levels are likely to contain more valuable treasure, deeper secrets and more danger. Interesting. There's expert player advice. I'm not gonna read it. Uh, chests. Chests litter the ruin. Uh, it it kind of looks like a chest. It more looks like a square with a square drawn inside of it, but that could be a chest. Um, chests litter the ruins and are filled with treasures of varying value. Some may be locked or tra trapped, so watch out when you open them. Interesting. Shrines kind of looks like a little tombstone on a raised pedestal. Many shrines to various gods of old can be found throughout the ruins. At these ruins, one can pay respect to the gods of old and possibly receive their blessing. Cool. Trash. It kind of looks like a couple of rocks. These ruins are littered with various sundry stones, bones, papers, and mushrooms. Ooh, mushrooms. Most are uninteresting, but some will catch your eye and can be investigated for various rewards. Interesting. Communing. We're almost at the end of this text. I'm going to try not to read out everything, but I'm very excited, and I'm just sort of going on what I see. Um... When you leave the ruins application, the computer application, you can take your character sheet and meet with other Delvers, people that play ruins, and continue to play the game with them outside of the application. To do so, have your character sheet available and then describe your character sitting near the campfire in the ruins. Then with the other Delvers, act as your characters or describe their actions as you trade items and perform your communions to each other. When you perform a communion, a communion on a fellow Delver, you shouldn't perform it on them again until one of you has ventured into the ruins within the computer application and then rested at a campfire again. Communions. The communions that you... These are the, what you can do. Bless when you enact a blessing over the other Delver. They gain blessings of X, where X is the blessing you grant them. 
they may only have one blessing at a time. Is there going to be a list of blessings? That'll be interesting. Cook. When you prepare a meal for those around you, all devil delvers present again present rather regain one lost hit point for each edible food item added to the meal from any inventory augment when another delver presents one of their items to you to be augmented you add a word of your choice to its name and return it to them interesting crafting while resting you can craft items according to any recipes in your inventory when you do so, remove the items that are used in the crafting from your inventory and add the resulting created item. You can share recipes you have learned with other delvers, adding the recipe to their inventory without needing to remove it from your own. Interesting. And there's a character sheet with hit points and insights and things like that. I... Okay, so they want me to print this out I don't, well, they say that I can just use a piece of paper. I am going to, if I had more time, I would make like a PDF. Well, I wouldn't make a PDF actually, because I don't know how to make a PDF, but I would try to make something form fillable. Um, what I am going to do instead is um, fit page print screen uh, I'm just going to use paint as my character sheet basically um, paint uh, and then we're just going to crop this quickly for ease oh I can't see the edges very well because of of some reason Oh, big space for recipes. Near endless space for recipes by comparison. Okay. All right. Now that we've had a look at that, let's get back into it. All right. Set out anew, which I assume is start new thing. Welcome to Ruins. Before you venture forth, please gather a pencil and paper and two six-sided dice. Sure. You are a Delver, one who is too broken, destructible, or honest to earn their way in the world above. So you venture into the Ruins for Distractible. I like that as a reason to go adventuring. It speaks to me as a person with ADHD. So you venture into the ruins, into the ruins. I keep stumbling over that word for some reason. For your for fortune, within the ruins lie mystery, opportunity, and terrible danger. Sick! I'm excited. Now, firstly, what are your name and title? Note this, okay? What are your name and title? Um. Hmm. I don't see a space on this character sheet for your name and title. So that might be a thing to add. I'm kind of tempted to make a, like, digital play sheet for this for people. Anyway, name and title. Name and title. Hmm. Hmm. Name and title. Where's the fucking... That'll do. Name... Um... 
Name, 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 name. So often when I'm trying to think of a name and I can't and I really want to be quick, I just end up looking at this shelf of DVDs that I haven't watched in a thousand years on my... that is above my... Uh, above my computer screen. Um, which is stupid because very few of them have, like, people's names on them. Unless I want to be called Riddick, which I do not. Um, I'm going to go with Ian because I'm looking at the birdcage and for some reason that's making me think of Ian. I don't actually think Ian, anyone in that movie is called Ian. Uh, and title. <laughs> uh, so... I'm going to go with the title of Diesel Boy, which is a Hot Wheels car, but it's on my desk, and that is my title. Alright. What draws you to the ruins? The hunt for fortune and treasure, piety and the demands of your god, mystery and the lure of forgotten lore. Note this. And this does have a space on the character sheet that they have, that she, Ash, has provided. Um, uh, so, motivation. Um, I'm going to write outcast, but also poverty. Next. Next. What are your strength, agility, charisma, and insight scores? Spread four points between these scores and note them. Also, assign yourself 12 hit points. Interesting, because there's a hit points section, but it's on this document, but it's like several boxes. Hmm. Not sure if that's a discrepancy or not. Unless these boxes are not hit points. Maybe they're not hit points. Maybe these boxes are something else. They look like hit points, but what if they're not? Hmm. 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 Weird. Um. Spread four points between the f these scores and note them. So you have strength, agility, Charisma and Insight and Ash hasn't used the Oxford comma, so I thought Charisma and Insight for one stat for a second but, uh, no they're different um you know, in my youth I would have gone for high strength, not because I necessarily do have high strength just because uh I don't feel like I have the other things, but now, I'm gonna put none in strength, or, or will I? No, I'm gonna put one in strength. I'm gonna put one in charisma, I'm gonna put two in insight, not twelve. Uh, and I'm going to leave my agility at 
zero. Cool. Um, assign yourself 12 hit points, I guess. I don't understand what these boxes are for on the page. But, they're there. Assign yourself 12 hit points, note them. Assign yourself 12 hit points. Hmm. Oh well, assigned. A communion is an ability you engage with another Delver when you meet inside this application. Oh, when you meet outside this application, sorry. Pick one and note it. Oh, I'm gonna go with Cook. Oh, am I? No, I'm gonna go with Cook. Oh. I do like cooking for people in the real world, but I do really love blacksmith characters. I'm gonna go with... I'm gonna go with Augment. When another Delver presents one of their items to you to be augmented, you can add a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with, with Augment. Next, make a large space for your inventory. Done. In it, you will store items, blessings, senses, senses, okay, and recipes. Finally, choose your craft, herbalism, butchery, or archaeology. Add it to your inventory. I mean, wouldn't it be weird to be a butcher and have augment? That would be very fucking ogre kingdoms from Warhammer Fantasy. Um, Archaeology could be interesting, but I don't really know what it means. Herbalism? Butchery. Herbalism? Butchery. Herbalism. You are now ready to set out. Alright, take me into the ruins. You might be able to hear the music in the background. All oh, right, I need to use the numpad for this. So we might hear some mechanical keyboard noises. Um, in terms of what I'm seeing on the image, by the way, like when I heard about this game, I was expecting it to be, a, I thought it might be a text adventure. I was not 100% right. Uh, it has some text adventure elements, but we're seeing a very, like... It's not like a super detailed visual that I'm seeing. It is very nicely stylized, though. Like, it, I like the kind of... It reminds me of... It reminds me of hand-drawn early Dungeons & Dragons dungeons. Um, which we've seen a sort of renaissance of lately and like little tiny characters and like stuff clearly drawn by someone that is not like an amazingly uh, skillful um, artist or possibly a very skillful artist that is evoking a specific style but like that's sort of what it reminds me of like ultra simple just 
the bear uh, that we need to bear like what is the word imagery yeah no that's the wrong word the bear images that we need to evoke the thing uh, it appears that I'm standing in an empty room and there's a torch nearby on a diagonal. I'm going to move that towards that. I can't. Okay. I can't go that way either. I can go down, though. Oh. 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 Okay. I can sort of go that way. Cavernous ruins whistle below you. No, I'm going to remain for now. Oh, this is a doorway. Oh. Oh, whoa. Okay. Oh. Oh. I'm getting a sense of the space. Yeah, wow. All right. I kind of love this game already. I have played it for like five seconds and I'm really into it. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, no, that's a wall. Okay. I see a campfire in the distance. It's interesting, you can see... So there's clearly walls and there's stuff that's obfuscated from you that you're not meant to be able to see. But even though I can't see the campfire, like there are walls and what is meant to be space I can't perceive, um, or rather what is representing space I can't perceive, between me and it, it still shows me where the fire is. I think that's probably so that you can try and, like, make your way towards it, because otherwise it would be too hard to find fires, um, which you need to, like, log out. So that's an interesting game design choice. It is weird. We've not played a computer game on this show before, but it's also a tabletop RPG. Oh, there's a weird glowing rock. A nearby stone catches your eye. Examine. You examine the stone and the surroundings. What is your insight? My insight is two. Do you have anything of advantage in your inventory? No. Oh, oh. Did it just crash? Huh. I think the game might have crashed. <laughs> I think maybe I should have left it blank if I didn't have something. Let's try that again. Uh, we shall just rush through this setup. Um, oh, right, because I've got a character sheet. Huh. Actually, I'm going to close that and start again. I'm going to see if I can, like... Return from rest. Where are you? Right, I can't because I'm not actually. Continue this delve. No, open the game manual. No, wrong button. Um. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. It just closed itself again. Alright, set out a new. Set out a new, but we'll use the same character. Done. Done. Enter the ruins. Alright, this is a different space, but there's another cool rock, which is fortuitous. 
A nearby rubble pile catches your eye. Examine. What is your strength? Um, one from memory. Right, so if you don't have anything, leave it blank. <laughs> you search through the rubble pile and surroundings. Roll 2d6 plus 1 for your strength. Oh, okay. Uh, result. 7. You find a pottery scrap. Interesting. I'm going to mark that on my inventory because I suspect that's what I'm meant to do. Pottery scrap. Cool. Alright. So far so good. Oh, I found another weird thing on the ground. A bone catches your eye. Alright. You examine the bones and the surroundings. What is your insight? Two. Do you have anything of advantage in your inventory? No. You examine the bone and surroundings. Roll 2d6 plus 2 for your insight. Uh, 5, 7. You find a pottery scrap among the bones. Uh, note what you take, if anything, into your inventory. Interestingly, it didn't give me that prompt before. Interesting. Interesting. I think this actually would be easier to play with a pen and paper rather than a digital thing. But I am doing a digital thing, so we shall continue in earnest. Um, and the hallways are just in that style like I described before. It's very, like, simple. Oh, I see. So when it's a piece of rock or something that has an item hidden behind it. There's like lines behind it, like in, like kind of like inspiration lines is how I would describe them. Ooh, mushrooms. But they're not glowing, so they're glowing, quote unquote. Ooh. What's down this hallway? Ooh, what is that? It's a, a mouse. You have been spotted by a rat. Examine. I can't greet it. I can't greet it. Oh, maybe I can greet it. Greet, examine, attack, steal, or flee. I'm going to try and greet the rat. You attempt to speak with the rat. What is your charisma? One. Um, roll 2d6. Ooh. A six and a two is eight plus one. <laughs> Is nine. You get to see how bad I am at math. Simple addition. The at, the the at, the rat eyes you with suspicion. Cool. Don't think the rat is into me. Which is fair. It's a weird triangular room. I wonder how they're generating these rooms, or if Ash has drawn each individual one. Like, how randomly generated is this? 
It does look like it's been drawn, so I'm looking at it, and it looks like it's been physically drawn and like scanned in. And it looks like it's been drawn on a dot grid piece of paper. So if you don't know this, you can get pieces of paper that have, rather than lines or just blank, you can get pieces of paper that have grid squares on them or just the dots in the corners of a grid square so that you can draw your own grids onto it. Um, it makes drawing things easier. I used to have a whole notepad of square grid paper, like five mil by five mil grid, uh, but I lost it, which sucks because <laughs> it would have been awesome now. Some nondescript rocks, a nondescript mushroom, seen lots of campfires like in the distance but have not actually made my way towards them I'm just like exploring random caves there's another rat I'm gonna leave the rat alone I think I've hit a dead end I've hit a dead end all right we've spotted a rat greet the rat um, one Uh, six plus four in total is ten. The rat offers you a cloth scrap. Add it to your inventory. Hell yes. Hell yes. Thank you, Mr. Rat. I am Ian Diesel Boy, friend of the rat. Okay. Wow. I don't know how long Ash has been working on this game, but I am loving it. And this is also an empty room, or is it? Yes, it's an empty room. I just glitched out that corner. They're right there. She was right about needing to use diagonals. Definitely recommend numpad. Although, I have been able to make my way without it. I mean, I'm using numpad. It's just, I keep forgetting that I'm using numpad. <laughs> a nearby note catches your eye. What's your insight? I'm so glad that I have a high insight. I'm going to regret that when I no longer have a... When I fucking run into an agility problem. Oh, two fives, which makes that... Uh, 10 plus 2 is 12. God damn, I'm bad at simple addition. I mean, I'm bad at most, most number things. You find a rotten scroll. Add what you take, if anything, to your inventory. Examine it examining its markings, you learn Dealey, the monstrous banshee, accepted a, accepted a golden perfume from Cammy the gardener. Cool. Interestingly, um, actually, you know what? That's a personal detail that is irrelevant to this playthrough. Uh, rotten scroll. Close. Alright, well, no further crashes, so I think just don't type in things when... <laughs> Don't type in the word no when you have nothing. 
because that's not what the game means. Okay. Um. Oh, there's another rat. Oh, there's a treasure chest. That's my first treasure chest. You find a chest. Open up that chest. It contains a rotten turnip, a grass clump, and a pitted scrap. I'm going to take a grass clump for sure. Grass clump. Um, let's try and uh, let's try and make this a bit more manageable. My makeshift character sheet. Yeah, that's a bit better. That's better. Um, a pitted scrap. Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna not take the rotten turnip either. I realise I probably shouldn't have picked up the rotten scroll. Ooh. Ooh, a plant. I wonder if I can interact with the plant. Nope. Another door. I'm trying to get my way to this fire that I saw. Oh, it's like a torch, not a fire. Ooh. A note catches my eye. My inside is two. Uh, let's see what I get. Four plus three is seven. Plus two is... I am counting on my fingers. Nine. Find an ancient note. An ancient note. Hell yeah, I do. Oh, there's some kind of grass down here. Nope, and another rat. Damn it! I was trying to ignore the rat. <laughs> I'm gonna greet it again and hope that I continue to be friend of rat. Ooh, I don't think I'm gonna be the friend of this rat. Uh, my charisma is one. Actually, I rolled prematurely. Uh, <laughs> six. The rat ignores you. Thank fuck. No, not again, rat. Flee. What is your agility? Hmm. Zero. <laughs> Roll 2d6. Seven. <laughs> the rat watches you flee. Uh. Oh, this room's got a lot in it. I don't know if I can interact with any of it. Yeah, no, it's... it's... Oh no, here's some fancy stones! My inside is two. Roll two d's... Oh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I just had a thought about another thing. Um... Three plus three is six plus two is... Eight. God. Shocking. You find a pottery scrap. I've found a lot of pottery scraps. I'm gonna have a lot of pottery scraps for sale. I'm hoping I can make them into something. 
another torch. So the torches don't work like the campfires. I think these might be randomly, not randomly generated, but I think they might be tiles that are stitched together. I could be wrong though. be very interested in finding out if these are tiles stitched together or if they're whole maps drawn oh god dead end all right um we're gonna try and backtrack now that doesn't go anywhere what's up here Big, large, weirdly triangular room. Oh. Damn, I thought that was the way to the campfire. Maybe it's up here? Nope. Oh, hang on, weird room. Oh, oh. A shag sprout? I have no idea what a shag sprout is. You search the shag sprout in surroundings, what is your agility? Zero. Why is my agility relevant? Five. You get caught in the plant's sharp thorns. Reduce your hit points by one. Wow. Okay. Um. My hit points. Hmm. Slight flaw in my plan to use paint. <laughs> uh. Where's the eraser tool? Tools, eraser. There we go. Tools, text. This was a bad idea. <laughs> uh, Eleven. <laughs> cool. Oh, you can also move with your mouse. It would appear. You find a chest. Open the chest. It contains a stick and a penny. I'm very excited about the stick, and the penny is kind of funny. It's interesting that Ash is also Australian, so it's interesting that Ash chose to use a penny. Because we don't have pennies. Um, but I guess, why not use a penny? I guess a penny evokes uh, uselessness more than saying a five cent piece. Which is the closest Australian equivalent. Maybe we used to have pennies, though. I don't know. Ash is slightly older than I am, so... But I think it's probably just trying to evoke uselessness. Which a five-cent piece is a bit less evocative than just saying penny. I think I've found a campfire. Here we go. Alright, you approach the warmth and rest. This place is Itcherod. Fuck, that took a while to work out. Itcherod Mark. Um, where can I note that on my sheet? I'm going to put it up here. Itcherod. Mark. 
While you rest, you may take the time to craft or trade items and commune with other delvers. When you are ready, step away or rest. I'm gonna rest. You rest. This application will now close. Take your character sheet and meet with other delvers, trade items, and perform your communions. Craft items according to recipes in your inventory. Return when you are ready. Close application. Now, um, I'm not going to take this and go and interact with other character, other players right now. Mainly because I don't know any players that are awake. Um, I would, there is a discord for the game, um, I think, but, uh, I don't want to go, uh, and do that right now that I am seeing as I am online and recording. Um, but first impressions, we've only played the digital, we've only played the delving side, which is digital and roguelike, but also has elements of TRPG as we saw with the rolling thing. Um... Very interesting synthesis of like rogue like kind of stuff, tabletop RPG, like just an interesting way of interacting with a video game to be using traditional RPG elements, but oh, tra tabletop RPG elements but not using them within the game. I'm not rolling digital dice, which I am very confident that Ash could have implemented. But in order to can keep the, the, I mean, go for this very specific feel, forcing you to use physical dice, even forcing you to use dice from outside the game so that it creates that same sort of... It's an interesting way of creating the feeling that you're playing a tabletop RPG, even though you... I mean, you are playing a tabletop RPG, even though you're also playing a video game. Like, you're playing a tabletop RPG and playing a video game simultaneously, and it does a really good job of doing that by making you use physical... or asking you to use physical dice, because of the thing that we briefly mentioned when we were when I was reading the manual out loud um you are beholden to yourself the game can't check that you're whether you're lying or not about your dice similar things happen at the RPG table when you play in person uh you trust or you try to trust I had trouble with this when I was early on uh that uh, you trust the dice, but you also trust each other that you're not going to lie about your dice. But also, if you lie about your dice, whatever. Um, it is interesting how much that tactileness brings you in. I think if I was using a physical character sheet, I would also be brought in more into the play. Uh, I don't really use physical character sheets that often anymore because I'm normally playing online, but I think that it would do the same thing. And I think actually I did the game a disservice by not using a physical character sheet. Um, but here we are. <laughs> um, it's very interesting. I could play that for fucking hours um, very easily. I am tempted to maybe, yeah, I'm tempted to maybe do something with this. Yeah, wow. Such an interesting 
solo play but not experience and we haven't even done the parts with other players yet um, I'm not sure how I will do that I will try but it's very very interesting uh, so far yeah wow yeah I am loving this this is such a wild and inventive yeah amazing honestly when I when I heard about this I knew it was gonna be weird and experimental and like I knew it was going to be something that stood out on its own because that's kind of the stuff that Ash does to be honest most of Ash's work stands out on its own uh, in a good way uh, but also there were just it had all of the hallmarks of the thing that I now love and the thing that I seek out in role-playing games is stuff that is weird and experimental um, it is the th aspect of RPG that I love the most at the moment um, and it's solo-able, which is great for me because I'm really enjoying solo RPGs. And obviously, I think that, that is, this is a very good historical slash cultural moment to have brought out a solo game. Other than the crashes at the beginning, I didn't see too much. Oh, and the weird um, wording error in that one section of the manual, but it was understandable. I just, yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I am very excited to play again uh, and keep playing. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. So, after resting by a campfire in-game and closing the app, I then uh, went and found a Discord server that I'd been invited to where people were playing Ruins, the, the game. Um, and I believe it was made by Ash. Uh, it must have been made by Ash. Um, but it's got two channels, two text channels in it. A general chat for just talking out of character and things like that. And then the campfire chat, which is tied, you know, rest near the campfire and commune with other delvers. Um, so I went in there, looked at how some other people were posting and made a comment. And I'm going to read out some of the interaction. Um... And I'll do my best to read it out uh, in an evocative way. Uh, but this happened over the course of like half an hour of messaging. Uh, and I just sort of left it there in a sort of um, originally in a play by post sort of situation. I didn't know if when someone was going to respond, uh, but I was confident someone would eventually, whether that was tomorrow or another time. Thankfully, it was within like half an hour. Uh, actually, it was within, like, a minute, but... Anyway. Um, Ian the Diesel Boy struts towards a campfire, gleefully excited. Hello, fire! Um, Kenji looks at the fire and then back at Ian. Takes all sorts, I guess. Uh, Ian, speaking. Um, I found lots of little scraps of pottery and a clump of grass and a stick! Uh, Kenji. Well, 
a sticks handy at least. Ian sits down by the fire uh, and speaks, continues to speak to Kenji. I also made a friend of many a rat. Kenji speaking with confusion. You made friends with them. Ian, still just as excited. Yes, they let me talk to them. Ian sat pondering and playing with the pottery, trying to fit the broken shards together like puzzles made from several different sets. Oh, I'm Ian, by the way. Sorry for not introducing myself. Uh, Kenji, speaking with still some confusion. Kenji, been watching this fire a little while now. Haven't seen your face round before. You some kind of... Pot lover? Ian, giggling to themselves, not particularly, though I do know my way around herbs. Kenji, again. Ah, hence the grass clumps. Is it special grass down here? Ian, thinking for a moment. I mean, all grass is special to someone, I'm sure. But if you're asking if it has some use, I'd say it's mostly good for feeding cows, goats, and rabbits. Kenji. Mostly I use it to pat out my bags, protect my stuff. Ian. Surprised. Oh, that's a good idea. You can use moss to dress wounds in a pinch. After a while, Kenji asks Ian. Uh, you hungry kid. I've got a skillet on the fire. Haven't much other than a rotten potato, though. I found a ripe glitter button, too, but those are more recreational recreational than uh, nutritional. Ian. You know, I found a rotten turnip, but I didn't think I'd be able to find a use for it, so I left it behind. Dab. Ian tips out all of his finds. I do have a, uh, a, a rotten scroll, a cloth scrap, a penny. Kenji laughs to himself and begins cutting the rot out of the, out of the potato before throwing it on the skillet. Well, this will have to do then. Kenji cooks a rotten potato. Anyone present regains one lost hit point. Ian. Well, at least I got you to laugh a little. Ian smiles, enjoying some potato and regaining his one lost hit point. Ah, uh, Kenji, again. Without the glitter button and all. Ian plants the little clump of grass in the ground at the edge of the firelight, patting it softly. Sometimes all we need is a little kindness. Thank you for yours, Kenji. Kenji... A little while later. It's rare enough in these ruins. Treasure what you find. Ian. I shall, friend. Ian then lays down at the edge of the firelight, staring up. 
so it was an interesting little exchange and then I went into the general chat and uh, mentioned a few of the things that I'd noticed in the game and talked a lot about how much I was loving it uh, and asked a couple of questions um, and it's really exciting I also realized after doing that um, I went and did like a little messing around with one of those like character creator things and like those image things I think they're called pick crews or something um, and I made a character that looks a little, that I think looks a little bit like Ian um, and I made a tweet about it and then someone asked like a question and I didn't think they knew that their question could be interpreted as them playing the game with me but I chose it to take take it that way and I realized that I could just like I don't have to have a ruins specific chat to do the character interactions part of ruins like if I didn't have this discord it probably would have taken me a while to think of this but if I didn't have this discord with a bunch with a bunch of other ruins players in it I could just go on Twitter and write Ian the diesel boy sits by the fire <laughs> uh, and see if anyone interacts with it I could probably be a bit more evocative than that to try and entice people to interact with the tweet but the point stands even if you didn't have a discord community to play the game with you could just be tweeting about it, or you, if you were a bit bolder, you could make a Facebook post about it. Um, so that's an interesting asymmetry that I hadn't considered before, where you could play the game with people that aren't necessarily aware of the game. So one of you could, effectively, one of you is playing a ta tabletop RPG, and the other person is doing a forum roleplay. Um, so that's an interesting asymmetry, an emergent asymmetry of play, I guess, that I hadn't considered before. I don't know if uh, Ash had considered it, uh, but it's interesting nonetheless. Uh, I really love this game. I'm definitely going to play some more of it. I might do another cycle of play tomorrow. I might do another cycle of play and we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with this so far. Alright, so, another day. Uh, I am going to play a little bit more Ruin. Ruins. I keep saying Ruin because there's another RPG that I know someone's working on called Ruins, so I just keep thinking of it. And also, saying Ruin just feels easier. Um, Return from Rest. Where are you returning to? Itcherod I-T-C-H-E-R-O-D Mark. Mm, it crashed again. Hmm. Alright, we'll try one more time. Error cannot s instance script because the class cave could not be found. Hmm. Hmm. So I'm currently in the Discord for the game. Um, trying to troubleshoot the errors. Um, apparently I might have written down the name of the place wrong so when I try to type it in it's crashing um, which also happens when I typed in no the other day uh, yesterday when I was playing I typed in no into one of the text fields when it asked me if I had something that could help 
Cool. All right. Apparently, I remembered the name of the place wrong, but that's all right. Um, we'll just try set out a new right now. We'll, we'll say a new, but I'm going to use the same character sheet. Um, cool. And we'll see if it runs. It does. Oh, and there's a campfire right over there. How do I get to it? Not this way. Oh, a nearby bone catches your eye. Examine. What is your insight? Two. Oh, not 21. Two. Continue. The music is playing this time, too. Um. Six plus two is eight. Fuck. I didn't see what it was. Oh well. I accidentally hit enter too quickly. Just your agility. Zero. Oh, ten. You find a starchy tuba. So, I just got a response to my thing about, apparently I misspelled that cave location wrong. Um, the game designer suggested a different location uh, in the same dungeon um, as a place I could return to, uh, and also said that I could leave the return to the dungeon space blank and I would get a new dungeon. So that's how you bypass the intro thing that it gives you each time which I've been skipping over when I have a glitch that crashes the game so that's interesting cool, I found a starchy tuba, and then there's a fire right here you approach okay alright, so we've found another place, this time we're going to make sure that we write it down correct, oh S H C H E R Y D O C S H A D O W or Sherry Dock Shadow. Cool. Um, step away. Let's keep having a look around. Oh, 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 something up here. Greet the rat. I ran into another rat. <laughs> I'm always running into rats. 11 again. Uh, oh, I forgot to enter in my charisma. The rat offers you a bandage. Put that in my inventory. Along with my starchy tuba. Examine the mushroom. My inside is two. Roll two, D, six. Oof. Oof. 
See, now I rolled two twos, which makes me very tempted to cheat, but I'm not going to cheat. Uh, because two twos plus two is still six. These mushrooms are ripe, whatever they are. Pick, you gain two ripe mushrooms. Uh, two ripe mushrooms. Cool. Let's keep searching. Great. I ran into a kobold. A kobold? That's like a weird lizard thing, right? Oh, I'm gonna greet this kobold. Hello, Mr. Kobold, or or, or not, Mr. Hello, kobold. I'm Ian. Uh, I am a diesel boy and friend to rats. Uh, four plus three is seven, plus one is eight. The kobold corners you. What? Um, attack. I'm going to attack the kobold. Oh, yeah, I'm going to attack the kobold. I just feel like corners is very aggressive. What is your strength? One. Um, shit, I forgot to use my stick. Doesn't matter, because I got an 11. Oh, man. I, I killed the kobold with a punch. A, a king hit the kobold. A coward punched the kobold. Oh, God. Uh, loot it, I guess. I find a second cloth scrap and two nails. Oh, harrowing. Harrowing instance for the diesel boy. Another kobold. Um, I'm going to try and greet it again. I don't want to become known as a kobold killer. Yeah, I think that's probably going to do it. Um, I forgot to enter that in. Do you have anything to your advantage? No, I don't think so. Um, I rolled a six and a four. That's ten plus one is eleven. The kobold greets you jovially. Ha! Friend to rats and kobolds. Oh, is this a key? No, it's just a random bone. Ooh, what's this? Nothing. Random junk. So last time we didn't go down any stairs. I just found some stairs again. Um, hang on, I found a rat as well. I gotta greet the rat. I gotta continue to be friend to rats. I refuse to not be a friend to rats. Uh, seven, let's see how seven goes. The rat eyes you with suspicion, sick. All right, we're gonna go down some stairs. 
descend. You begin to descend in the caves below. Do you have anything in your inventory to guide you? Stick. You venture deeper into the ruins. And there's a fire right up ahead. You approach the warmth and rest. This place is Vapchiridok Camp. Note this if you wish to return. While you rest, you may take time to craft or trade items and commune with other delvers. Uh, when you're ready, step away or rest. Um, I am going to rest, but first I'm going to take note of where I am. V A P C H I R Y D O C C A M P. Now, obviously, you could use the fucking my progress to now jump into the dungeon, but I would advise you to not do that because you don't know what might happen. Um, and I'm going to rest again. This application will now close. Take your character sheet and meet with other delvers. Cool. Um, Alright, well, let's stop for a bit and maybe do some rest. So, after doing a little bit of an explore and logging off and camping by the fire again, uh, I checked in on the Discord to see what people were doing. I had intended to maybe experiment with some Twitter stuff, but that just didn't end up happening. Um, so I went and checked in on the Twitter, uh, on the Discord rather, <clears throat> sorry, on the Discord rather, to see what people were doing, and a bunch of people were online and cooking and stuff. So uh, I came in in the middle of uh, uh, a bunch of other players cooking things uh, by the campfire. Um, someone had had heaps of stuff from a memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, um, I came in and a character named Banky was getting ready to prepare a meal. Um, I won't read out everything. Oh, you know what? Yes, I will read out as, as we did last time. So... Ian wanders back to the fire and asks, Does anyone want mushrooms for breakfast? Uh, Banky says, Oh, hi. Um, I got this sword thing. Can anyone make it more pointy or something? Uh, Ian tossed a ripe mushroom into the pot that was cooking uh, before exclaiming, Oh, I can augment your sword. I'm trained as a diesel boy. Kenji catches me throwing... Catches uh, Ian throwing the mushroom into the pot and blinks before uh, speaking. Do, do you know what kind of mushroom that was? Actually... Never mind, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, Ian then set about using a shard of poetry, uh, poetry, pottery, like a whetstone, uh, and augments Benki's sword, turning it into a pointy sword. Uh, Ian looks at Kenji, slightly 
Perpex. I mean, the mushroom was ripe. Uh, anyway, Banky, I made your sword more pointy. Uh, I'm Ian. Uh, and then Ian shook Banky's hand. Um, and that was pretty much the end of that. I left people. There was more cooking after that, but I didn't chime in for any of it. Um, but it has been really interesting playing with the playing with the forms and the ways of trying to interact with other characters and sort of expanding that it's kind of it's interesting how many different forms of role play uh, Ash has many managed to combine here so we've got forum text role playing happening we've got tabletop role playing happening we've got rogue-like RPG happening. There's kind of a... The forum stuff reminds me of freeform LARP stuff that I've heard about. Um, and all of these other elements are coming together to make this game. And not to mention there's the open role-playing aspect like what happened on Twitter last night where I shared the thing about my character and then uh, someone started interacting with it. So there's a lot of different little role-playing experience experiences tethered in to this one thing. And there's so many room... There's so many rooms. There's so much room within Ruins to explore so many different forms of role-playing because you have so much expressive control. And I don't just mean expressive control to make the story what you want, which ideally every role-playing game has, but I mean you have expressive control to use the role-playing mechanisms that you want. I could have a meeting every couple of... I could have, like, a scheduled session with people to do the out-of-character... do the out-of-character... to do the campfire resting interactions. You could have um, people uh, play this like in the evening and then m meet up for lunch and do the campfire stuff uh, around yourself. You could just have a Twitter devoted to it or something. It is just really wild all of the different um, methods of roleplay you can bring to this game and it is amazing. I am really loving this game. Um, I hope that you've enjoyed this weird little playthrough recorded over a couple of days to get a better experience of the game. I have loved it. If you would like to get yourself a copy of this game, you can find it on Itch. Check out the link down below. It is called Ruins R, capital R-U-I-N-S uh, by Ash McCallum. Uh, and there will be a link down below. But for now, farewell from the past. I'm Ray. <laughs>